0: Hello and welcome again to Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Celia Landman, but most people just call me Landy. A few of our listeners have written to us and said that they would be very interested for me to talk about a little bit about my, shall we call it, my love life in Taiwan. Now, I don't really want to do that. I don't really want to uh, go too much at, into that aspect of my private life. I mean, I have shared with you some other things like jobs and so on and my ideas but that part of my private life i don't really want to go into but i thought but that that kind of gave me the idea maybe i could share with you one or two interesting dates i've had throughout the years i will not name any names or tell you who it was or what but some interesting experiences i've had on dates for example just to give you an idea. I had this lady friend who, uh, if we went out late at night, uh, like after, long after dinner, you know, we went out maybe to a sports bar to meet my sports friends, to watch a game, like a very late game, like it'll be like an afternoon game in Europe, but we watch it here in Taiwan at night. We'll get to the pub and sit down and start watching the game and she would grab the menu and I go, what are you doing? She says, well, I'm not really hungry, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to eat. So she always, always, always ordered food, even if she wasn't hungry. So needless to say, she kind of almost ate me into bankruptcy. But anyway, so that was her line, you know. I'm not really hungry, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to eat. But actually what I wanted to tell you is a, just like a, a one-off, one-off dates that I've had that, that people uh, organized for me, my friends organized for me. So I had this one one time, my friend said, "Oh, I, I found this very my my friend's friend's friend is a very nice lady. She's single. Maybe you would like to to meet up with her." And I said, "Oh, okay." So we went to this pub once, and we sat down. Now, I must say, that date was the most painful of my life because this girl hardly said a word all night. So she sat there. We we even we even uh, ordered some food. She just sat there. And I would first i would I would make the mistake of asking her some what we call in the in english in English conversation class, yes, no questions. I would say, for example, so um so do you play the piano?" And she would go, "Yes. Now, if somebody said to me, "Do you play the guitar?" I would say, uh, "Yes, I can play a little bit. Um, i not very good. I can play some uh, not very well, I should say." I can play a few songs and, and sing along and so on and so on. She would just say, yes. So I thought, okay, now I have to change my approach here. So I would say something like, have you been to many countries? Well, that's also a yes, no question. No, I didn't say that. I said, <laughs> I said um, tell me about the countries you have been to. So now she had to say something, right? She would go, uh, uh, I've been here and there. It seems that she was just very reluctant to share anything. And you won't believe this, but sometimes I would ask her a yes-no question. She would not even say yes or no. She would just nod her head or shake her head. Or, or she would just shrug. She just, I said, so why didn't you like uh, uh, Japan, for example? And she would just shrug her uh, shoulders as if to say, I don't know. But she didn't actually say, I don't know. She just, there was no word. So I was so, so happy when that date was over. And there she went on her way and I went home. But because my father brought me up to be polite. Now, this is long ago, okay? There were no cell phones and stuff like that. So I I wrote her an email. I said, thank you for the date. Uh, I enjoyed it. And uh, she said, oh, great. She said, I also enjoyed it. I thought to myself, yeah, I wonder what you enjoyed because you didn't say anything. And then she goes, "Uh, do you want to meet again? and my father also told me not to hurt other people's feelings so i told her you know it was very nice but it was it was almost for me like chatting with my sister there was no real spark so um, i think it won't really work out and nothing will really happen so maybe maybe another time but not not soon (laughs) anyway that was my that was my experience like a few decades ago with a very quiet and shy lady wonderful person but my goodness, I've never met such a quiet person in my life. Okay, another story that I can share with you is I had a, I was going out with this other girl, and we've had a few dates, and we've done this and that, and we've been to this place and this place. So I thought one, one Saturday we could drive out. It's long ago. I still had a car. We could drive out to this area, which is very famous for its butterflies. You park the car, and then there's a, like a, a wooden walkway. You know, you can walk like um along the, the the plants and then you get to the end of this walkway there's like a scenic area and there's like butterflies always flying uh, flying around there and i thought wow this will really impress her you know so we walked out there she so goes what is this place i said i do see it's a surprise so we're walking walking uh, on this 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 wooden like a boardwalk you know and we walked and then we got to the end and there was not really they were not any butterflies so i thought maybe the butterflies are just sleeping so i clapped my hands you know and i made it said i made a noise like wait something like that we were the only people there there was no one else there because i believe if i remember correctly it was not a weekend maybe i was wrong it was like in the middle of the week i had some days off or something so when i clapped my hands and made a noise suddenly just the, the butterflies really were sleeping and they just all rose into the air And this girl gave one massive scream and she ran and she ran all the way back to the car and i thought what is going on here and she's gone i mean i it was so fast i couldn't catch her so i just walk back i look a little bit at the beautiful butterflies and i walk back and i get to the car she's in the car she has locked all four doors i cannot get in so i have to talk with her to talk to her through the window i said what's going on she goes I'm scared of butterflies. They are disgusting. I said, "I'm sorry. I I didn't know that." Can you please open the door and let me in? She goes, "No. A butterfly might come in with you." So I had to stand outside until I could convince her that that there were no other butterflies around me. They were all there at the end of the boardwalk in the jungle. So finally, she she allowed. She opened the one door so I could get in. Well, shall I say, there were not many dates after that because that was for me a little bit uh, strange i won't say it was childish just strange okay so uh, that was another interesting date that i had i call it the butterfly date okay and then, <laughs> then and then i thought about this time uh, i i also had a date it was also arranged by somebody a, but you call in the old days a blind date you know you didn't know the person you were going to meet I did see a picture of her. my friend showed me a picture He look this is my friend's cousin okay and she likes some things that you also like maybe you two can have a chat i go okay we set up a date i remember it was a saturday afternoon and uh i had i was i was at my friend's wedding he had a wedding and i had to leave early to meet this lady and i was late because the traffic was something horrendous i jumped in a taxi I remember I left the wedding and I jumped in a taxi but the traffic was not moving so I made this poor lady wait for 30 minutes but she she was there so obviously she wanted to meet so we sat in the park and we had a good chat she was like an artist you know she was I can't remember if she drew something or she made something but she was a more like an artistic lady also the way she dressed and then near this park was a pub So I said to so we sat there for a while and I said let's do you want to have maybe something to eat and a beer it's quite kind of warm yes there we go into the into the pub and we ordered some food and we had a, a beer and some wine or something and then she said okay she wants to go to the bathroom and this is an interesting place because the pub doesn't have its own bathroom the bathroom is quite a long way away so I said okay I'll show you I'll show you where it is so we walk around the other restaurant and we get to the it's like almost like public public bathrooms you know so we went there and uh, i said okay that's the ladies there you can go in there and i'll since i'm here i'll quickly go into the men's room as well so as you know men we we are very fast one two three finish and i out again now i stand there and i wait for her because sometimes ladies have to line up you know or afterwards they like to look in the mirror and make sure they look nice and so they are always a little bit slower than the men anyway so there i am and i'm waiting outside and i wait and i wait now i start getting worried but i have no way of contacting her the only way to contact her is by email because it's long ago as well and uh, i'm really worried now you know because i thought now did she eat something bad is she does she feel uncomfortable is she there in one of the toilets maybe uh, vomiting or feeling really really sick and lying i know when i feel sick and I want to throw up. I, I, I'm sick as a dog. I don't want to move. I just lie next to the toilet. I'm hugging the toilet like a like it's my it's my my little dog or something. Anyway, I stood there for 45 minutes, and then I was really worried. So, I asked a cleaning lady. There was a cleaning lady. I said, "Excuse me, cleaning lady, can in my best Chinese, which is my best Chinese is still not very good, but I managed to get the message across to this cleaning lady that she if she could just go inside and just call out this name, you know this lady's name." And maybe just check in the toilets if there's maybe somebody in one of the toilets He came out she said there's nobody i go oh my goodness so anyway i'm quite worried it's now been a, an hour so I, I walk back to the pub because our food and drink is still on the table i i pay but i'm really worried so i go back home immediately on the on the email i said my goodness uh, what happened where are you here comes an email back oh no when I, the moment i walked into the toilet i just thought to myself i really want to go home now So what she did, is she never went to the toilet. The moment I went into the boys' toilet, she came straight out, and the toilet is actually quite near the road. And she just walked around it, jumped in a taxi and went home. Yeah, that was it. She just said she wanted to go home. She didn't feel so good. She wanted to go home. I go, well, you know, you had me worried. She goes, oh, that's okay. Let's meet again. I go, let's not. Let's not meet again, lady. Because you cannot behave like that and then expect... uh, A person takes you out for a meal and a a drink and then you run away halfway through the date so that was a weird one but not as weird as this one that i want to tell you about now (laughs) so this one night i was still a young guy i just arrived in taiwan and i had this favorite pub that i used to go to and i went in there and there's this table of of young pretty taiwan girls and i i walked over there i I was very uh, courageous in those days I just walked over there and i said i saw one girl that i liked a lot and uh, her hair was in a, in a in a ponytail you know she had her hair tied up behind her and she was pretty plain you know nothing special no, no strange dress or anything like that and i said i talked to her and uh, immediately her friends also joined in you know they were all excited to speak a little english and i said to her i said oh so you're now with your friends how about uh, would you like to meet another time maybe just the two of us or whatever she so says well i'm gonna come to this pub again tomorrow if you want to Now, well, the tomorrow was sunday right the night i met her was a saturday the next day was a sunday i said sure i would what time she goes okay six o'clock so okay next day i'm all excited it's a pretty girl she was a uh, she was a i believe she was a elementary school teacher and i i went back the next day now let me just tell you this in those days they were not much shall i say much fewer or many fewer foreigners in taiwan there were not that many foreigners in taiwan there was a a little bit more isolated as i said in a a few episodes ago as well and i had really really long hair like past my shoulders it was long curly hair i was i had a big black beard a full beard and i was still young so it was not gray like now it was black so i kind of I don't want to say that I look scary, but I, once you've seen me, you'll see me again. You say, oh, that's the guy with the long hair and the beard, right? So the next day I walk in and uh, I look around and I cannot find this. There's one table with a few Taiwan girls, nothing else. So there's one table and me. And I look around, I go, I can see this girl. And uh, I stand at the bar, I drink a beer, I think maybe she's a little late. So I'm waiting, I'm very patient. And after a while, I, um, I thought, I don't know where she is. It's now 30 minutes. So again, long, long ago. So I ran outside to a public telephone. You know, I think she had a cell phone. There were, in those days, a few people with cell phones. She had a cell phone. So I called that cell phone number and she answers. It goes, yes, I'm in the pub. So I go back in and I look like, hmm. And there at the table, this is what happened. So I, I walk up to the table. Now she's with other friends. She's not alone. She's with other friends. She looks completely different her hair is loose and it's actually wavy whereas most taiwan girls have straight black hair her hair is from the night before when it was tied in a tail it's now loose and wavy she's wearing glasses with a colored frame a a big colored frame she looks like a completely different person you know and i go wow i I wouldn't recognize you you look very different and i thought you were you would uh, you would come here alone but you're again with a table with some other people so obviously i had no idea that was her i said but didn't you see me come in like 45 minutes ago she goes yes i saw you come in but you know all you foreigners look the same I go, really all the foreigners look the same i really in those days did not look like the the next person you know so she said yeah all your foreigners look the same i said well you know let's let's just not call this a date goodbye and i will probably never see you again because I, i thought that was just rude you know to she obviously saw me come in but she just decided to sit there not make contact she herself looking completely different from 24 hours ago me looking the same but she wouldn't even come up and say hello to me so anyway that was just for me weird and she said like you know many foreigners we always say all taiwan people look the same of course it's not true but in the beginning it is a little bit true you know whereas now when i look at taiwan people every single one looks different sometimes i even think some of them are foreigners when they are actually asian and that girl had the audacity to say to me a guy with long hair and a beard in taiwan all you foreigners look the same so anyway i never saw her again so that was that anyway i thought (laughs) I thought these, after I got this email from one of our listeners asking about these kind of things, I I was thinking back through my life here, my my dating life, when I still dated many different people. And I thought of these few stories that might uh, amuse you. So I thought I'll share them with you. All right. I hope you found it funny. That's the end of this episode. And until we talk again, goodbye.